This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info. And now, here's your host of the Decoding Obesity Podcast, Dr. Avishkar Sabarwal. Hi, friend. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I would love to hear from you. If there are any particular topics that you would want me to cover, please do write to me at host at decodingobesity.com and do let me know what you would want me to talk about. Additionally, please do let me know how I'm doing on this podcast as a podcast host. The reviews that some of you have left on Apple Podcasts really encourage me to continue doing what I am doing. I would love more of you to leave a review if you can. I had set a goal of a thousand reviews by the end of this year, but I'm still only at 58. So please do take a few minutes to share your thoughts on Apple Podcasts. I want to talk about something interesting this week. Let's talk about the importance of water as it pertains to weight loss. When I was a kid, one of the techniques people often mentioned to me was to fill up my tummy with water and then start eating my food. This certainly took the fun out of eating, of course. So I thought, you know, let's just dig into this and find out what the importance of water is in weight loss. As you probably know, nearly 60% of the human body is water. Water is critical for the proper functioning of our bodies. How important is water in maintenance of our weight or weight loss for that matter? We live in a day and age where water is being made more and more fancy in different ways. Aside from all this consumerism, let's see the data behind water and weight loss. Interestingly, a few studies show that a pre-meal consumption of water may help in decreasing the calorie intake, which is not surprising because you fill up your tummy with water. For example, there was a study in 2008 wherein 24 adults with overweight and obesity were given a standardized breakfast meal on two randomly assigned occasions. 30 minutes before the meal, they were either given a half a liter of water or no water. The researchers found that the energy intake was about 13% less when they were given the water versus when they were not given the water. There was another interesting study in 2010 looking at whether taking water before a low-calorie meal had an impact on weight loss or not. So the researchers actually took 48 people between the ages of 55 and 75. Now they were assigned to one of the two groups, either a low-calorie diet along with a half a liter of water before each meal or just the low-calorie diet. The researchers then followed these people for about 12 weeks. And what they found was that the weight loss was actually about 2 kilograms greater in the water group versus the non-water group. And also, the water group showed a 44% decline in weight over the 12 weeks than the non-water group. Interestingly, the daily water consumption also increased in the intervention group to about 1.3 liters, whereas the control group drank about 0.3 liters. These and similar studies have been small and hence difficult to draw great conclusions from. But there was a large study from Germany in second and third grade students. It was a randomized control trial conducted in 32 elementary schools in two German cities. Basically, water fountains were installed and teachers presented four prepared classroom lessons in the intervention group schools to promote water consumption. The control group schools did not receive any intervention. Then the data from 2950 children was analyzed. Now this was a very big study. What they found was that the water consumption was about 1.1 glasses per day greater in the group that actually got 
those prepared classroom lessons on water consumption. Additionally, in this group that was actually given these prepared classroom lessons, the risk of overweight was actually reduced by 31% compared to the other group. A similar study was performed in the New York public school system elementary and middle schools. The researchers looked at the impact of installation of water jets on BMI, overweight and obesity. The data was collected from over a million students. Even in this study, water jets were associated with a reduction in the likelihood of being overweight for both boys and girls. In another study, the researchers actually performed a secondary analysis on the data from the A to Z weight loss intervention study to look for an association between absolute and relative increases in drinking water and weight loss over 12 months. Even in this study, they found that the absolute and relative increases in drinking water was associated with a significant loss of body weight and fat over time. There was another important study that I would like to mention over here, which talks about the association between the hydration status and obesity. So the researchers actually used the NHANES database, which is a huge database of a lot of individuals, and they looked at 9,528 individuals. They found a significant association between inadequate hydration and elevated BMI, and also inadequate hydration and obesity, even after controlling for all the confounders. While this does not actually show a cause-effect relationship, meaning one leading to the other, or you know the lower hydration status leading to obesity or overweight, but I think it's important to understand that you know in obesity it's kind of associated with a lower hydration status. An interesting thing that I did come across while researching for this episode was that some studies actually suggested that drinking water may lead to increased energy expenditure. Now, again, these studies were very very small, and you know there have been multiple studies refuting this as well. Another important thing to actually consider, which I think really is the crux of this, is the replacement of these sugar-sweetened beverages that we have in this day and age with water. Does this have an impact on body weight? Well, there have been studies looking at the replacement of sugar-sweetened beverages with water as well. One study actually estimated that replacement of one serving per day of a sugar-sweetened beverage by one cup of water was associated with about a half kg less weight gain over a four-year period. And replacement of fruit juices by water was associated with about 0.35 kgs less weight gain over the same four-year period. I think increasing water intake may certainly be beneficial, even if the results may not be dramatic. So, how can you increase your water intake? Number one, I think the simplest way is to actually just start drinking water more consciously. You can always carry a water bottle with you. Not only does it keep you hydrated, but the Earth will thank you because you'll be using a reusable water bottle rather than using the single-use water bottles or using those plastic cups. The other important thing to understand is keep the water in front of you. If you keep it at your workstation, it's always going to be in front of you. That will kind of motivate you to drink water more frequently. The third thing that I would want to mention is something that I've used myself. Is actually I was trying to replace, you know, tea with something else, and what I started doing was I started. Just heating water and sipping it from a cup, and I found that very satisfying. Actually, I did not feel the need to drink tea or coffee, and just sipping on water was very satisfying in itself. Another thing that you know a lot of times people do, and I've actually enjoyed such water as well, is adding either lemon or adding fresh fruits to the water. They do lend a very subtle, mild flavor to the water. They don't necessarily make it very sweet. Now, I would not say squeezing the lemon into the water, or I would not say squeezing or crushing the fruits into the water, but just putting them in there, you know, let their flavors out, really gives it a very nice flavor, very mild flavor, and I've enjoyed that water as well. And you know, one thing that I would definitely want to point out with respect to you know drinking water and weight loss is that if you're feeling hungry, just make sure you check in with yourself to see it's not your thirst mimicking as hunger. 
because a lot of times that can happen as well you may actually be thirsty but your brain kind of tells you that you want to eat something well that's all about water i hope you've enjoyed today's episode and i hope you find this useful please don't forget to leave me a review on apple podcast and please write to me to let me know what other topics you would like me to cover again you can write to me at host@decodingobesity.com thank you so much for tuning in i'll see you all next time